What's good with y'all? Listen, this podcast is sponsored by none other than Niche Clothing. Go to nicheclothing.net. That's www.nicheclothing.net, which is spelled N-I-C-H-E, clothing.net. Put in my specific promo code, HHWL2023, and you can get 10% off of crew neck sweaters, sweatsuits, hoodies, t-shirts. We got all of that. We're going to have y'all right for the spring and the summer. That's www.nicheclothing.net. Promo code is HHWL2023. And remember, no niche is too small if it's yours. Cheer, cheer. Shout out to my Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts listeners, and my YouTube viewership. You heard? Yo, yo, what's up with it? You already know what it is. It's your boy, Philly TF, and you're now tuned in to the happy hour with my guy, Lido. Glasses in the air. Toast to a higher power. Cause what you tuning in to right now is Lido's happy hour. Lido's happy hour, this is where we're set. Rolling uncut, we giving real facts. Educating, entertaining all the people. And when it comes to podcasts, it ain't nothing equal. Giving people knowledge, they can put in action. All the way authentic, we ain't never capping. Exclusive interviews, cause we ain't never lacking. The other state is talking, and we bout the action. Huh. Glasses in the air. Toast to a higher power. This is Lito's happy hour. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Happy Hour with Lito. You know what I'm saying? I'm your host. Uh, my special guest today is my bro. You know what I mean? Um, what can I say? Uh, CEO, uh, mogul, artist, spoken word, poet, influencer, son, father. Did I forget anything, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Mentor. Mentor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My guy, Legacy City. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? What's going on, man? Finally to be on this top tier show. You feel me? Bro, I appreciate you coming on, bro, for sure. Definitely, definitely, man. Nah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. No doubt. Introduce your guest, bro. Introduce who you Oh, man, my guest, man. This is my big bro, my mentor, my one of my big homies. Not like, you know, big homies, they use it that to gangs. Nah, he he too old for that shit. You know what I'm saying? In the gang, he was part of the last disciple because the nigga, oh. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm saying, but this is Mo Watson out of Detroit, man, comedian, um, soon to be author. Uh, what else we got? Um, philanthropist. I you can't say that word. That good, you know. You know, you got the word philanthropist. Philanthropist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, proud father, veteran. Proud veteran. Yo, the list goes on. He part of a crew out of Kingdom Joy Entertainment. They travel. I don't know. If they got a, y'all got a group name yet? 
No, not yet. We were thinking about straight out the pew. Um, yeah, we 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 really we still working on that. They still working on, but they 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 him and his team they they doing big things, man. So um, I didn't want to be like, yo, can you leave? Cause we've been in here discussing business. Nah, he good, he good, bro. Because I didn't want to miss the interview. I've been two hours early. So <laughs> family is family, bro. You already know how that yeah. go. So you know, my platform, the sun is big enough for all else to shine. So for sure. For sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. I'm here for it, man. Thank you once again, Olito. No problem, bro. Um, so you know what I mean? The way I like to start off everything, bro. Um, I like to have a conversation. I don't necessarily like to just throw interview questions at you, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I want to ask, you know what I mean, because I am a mental health advocate, you know what I mean? Um, we've been through hell with this pandemic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, you being in Texas, you know, how have you been able to, you know, to operate? and continue doing everything that you need to do, you know, under the circumstances? Well, on the pandemic, it really ain't stopped nothing. It really um, showed me more about myself in a, in a different dimension of myself, a dimension of myself. And, you know, I'm not really a people person as in, I got to have people around me to be sane. Right. I mean, I was infantry in the military for 10 years. So isolations and being, being quiet and have to do certain things, especially as an NCO, you really, you involved, you interacted with the soldier, but a lot of, um, administration time, you know what I'm saying? And then me just being who I am, I could turn my introvert off and on. Once the camera's off, I'm pretty lame after the cameras go off. I'm not as funny as people probably that got me on camera. So I just took that time and um, embraced the trenches, took the mud, made bricks, took the bricks and built the house, you see, during the pandemic. And when I came out of, and I was already prepared for a pandemic. I was talking about, I was going to say, I was prepared for it, but I was thinking in the mind frame of a millionaire, like I need seven streams of income. So, you know, producing people's comedy albums, then comedy album, album with songs. And um, let's try this, let's try this show and podcast it. And then let's try to do a broad. Now let's incorporate this. So when the pandemic going on and people can't get to where they need to be, you know, they got videos out there, the releases in rotation. Mm-hmm. Let's start a radio station so we can keep artists motivated. They record in their homes. The quality level got to be like this, boom, boom, boom. Give them the proper numbers and stuff of that nature to keep the right. radio station going. So um, during that pandemic, I probably made more money than I ever have as Word. an entrepreneur during the pandemic because the building is privately owned. The city can't. I mean, we got to follow regulations, but it's not, you can't come when you please. It's by appointment only or invite only mm-hmm. here. It's not being bougie or whatever, but I'm in a commercial C1 area. So I used all that knowledge and stuff to my advantage. And too. so when I come, when we come out of the pandemic, it's like, we never missed a beat. We just advance in the head of, I mean, I mean, you had this talk when we first thought about like podcasting, right. me and Lito in the third party, we probably have our podcast together, but I like Lito, just do yours and do mine. And once we hit that middle ground, we'll exchange knowledge. We exchange knowledge anyway. So during this time, man, that's what kept me going. And, you know, for myself. Hey, and for the, for the record. Yeah. Yeah. If we would have done that one, the, the one that we was going to do initially, <laughs> it would have been fire. Oh man. What? Yeah, man. Of It'd course. Been fire, bro. Of course, of course. Maybe, man. maybe one day we'll be able to revisit that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we I, you know, you in a whole nother atmosphere that one day that I hope just slap five with you or that man. I'm proud of you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Word for sure. I don't mind being a cheerleader for a successful black man. Man, for sure. I do the same for you, bro. Straight up. Always, always. Um, 
so you know what I mean for the people who may not know a lot about you man just you know what I'm saying give us a little bit about your story man where you you know where you from how you came up I'm from a small city called Columbus Georgia you know what I'm saying I think it's the third biggest city in Georgia so that says a lot about Georgia <laughs> you know what I'm saying um from there um went to the military in 2005 and spent 10 years there from 2005 to 15 227 Wolfhound that's Hawaii Fort Bliss, four six army. I hate uh, mechanized units, by the way, for any veterans that watch this, because I'm a foot soldier. You know what I'm saying? Spent. I've been in the infantry field. I've been. I'm. I've been in combat. Combat. You know. So you know, had you hear the saying, "That's the infantry," then that's the rest of the army. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's no. There's no disrespect to nobody, but like, you know, I, I, I was real Call of Duty. You feel me? It was no reset button for us. <laughs> Facts. You know. You know what I'm saying? So. During that time, man, I did that during that time. I was always rapped, you know what I'm saying? But rapping, and I think I was a headache to my my mentor, um, Elvin Vega, Legacy Tracks. He was the first person that really put like thousands of dollars behind me, right? And it's like, oh, we bought the blow, right? And then we get deployed. So that didn't that album flopped <laughs> for a year. So, you, <laughs> so um then um you know, but learning the craft, after you get tired of people, you know, ripping you off for money and different things of that nature. So my motivation was like, you know what? I want to be what I didn't have in my past. And then not only that, I'm going to become a subject matter expert and I'm going to perfect my craft. So I can battle rap. I can do spoken word. I can write songs. You know what I'm saying? Anything deal with rapping or composing, arranging as music, I can do that. And then same thing as a producer, right? So the times where I couldn't make, my dream of what I wanted to be for is that I just studied the crap. I studied, I read a lot, you know. I mean, when streaming first came out, I jumped on it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, wow. So what triggered me was like, why did Napster get banned, but reintroduced into the industry? Right. And I learned about how record labels buying into streaming, what's the, the payout amount, what's this? So it was like over a 10-year span. So for the for for so let's say 10 years to five years i've been in texas so take three of those so 13 years it was years of saying no and you know they didn't they i'm just now coming up i'm just not really blowing up in that aspect of being known or left not even blowing up i'm just my impact is just not being felt in the last two years thanks to the pandemic okay you know what I'm saying? because outside of rapping you don't got no performance well, how are you going to do it? How are you going to work the algorithm? How are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? You got to keep in mind, these albums, the plaques and stuff that came out, this stuff happened during the pandemic. We ain't doing no shows, so how are we appealing to the audience? How are we doing this? Yes, we may not be shooting videos, but our podcasts and performance and interacting with the people is on a daily basis. And mm -hmm. 10 years of emails and fan bases that follow you, they want to keep always going. So that helps too. So, um. But to, to bring it back over, I had a daughter and I was married during the time in Germany and you no, know, my, my marriage dissolved, you know what I'm saying? Um, but during that time we had a premature daughter. So we kind of, we, we didn't, it was no kind of, we had to push our differences aside to make sure that a baby at 23 weeks, you know, can feel love, feel energy, whatever people may believe in, you know, God do this and do that and race and at least pull through so this baby can survive in another country and so then they sent um my my family here they sent um melanie and her mom here and we was two years in bamsey a year or something in bamsey so and myself you know 
gonna tell you something. What I learned a lot about what made me get really economically smart was when you buy when you go overseas and you buy them cars, they cheap overseas. You know what I'm saying? Um, what was uh not Belvoir, um that's Maryland, Bavaria Motor Works. That's what BMW stand for. So our BMW, everybody be sports class in the fifty thousand, sixty thousand dollars here. Mm-hmm. Probably get that for nineteen to twenty thousand mm-hmm. in Germany. They cabs. They they cab. They look at them. They look at that shit like Hondas. Their car. Their cars are the Audis. If you got an Audi in Germany, you done made it. Mm. Mercedes and memes. Okay, I see. Mm, that's cute. Now the flip side of that, when you come from Germany into the states, the taxes on that car is eighteen to twenty more thousand that's crazy. So I lost a lot of I lost a big grip of my savings for that car and stuff of that nature because I just did not know um economics and how things work in taxes. And so man, things happen. You know, we finally go out separate the baby, get healthy, they move, do their thing because of you know sacrificing so much of the and not knowing what I'm sacrificing. This ain't to a knock towards her or whatever, but not knowing what I'm sacrificing and stuff I put up, I end up being homeless from like mid 15, 16. Early 17, I got a job and a guy, uh, an old first sergeant, private company, gave me my apartment that I'm currently in right now. And that's probably why it's so hard to leave, right? So while I was under this bridge, I was doing all the big shows. I was doing everything. And at the end of the show, I get my payment. You know what I'm saying? Go to my truck, park up under the bridge, wake up the next day, go do another show, boom, 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 grind and just say that money and whatever until... You know, I, I just said, let me just, because I wasn't getting no benefits. I got my benefits probably like late 19. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So this is, this is all out of pocket money. This is like, you know, show money and hustling, right. money, you know what I'm saying? Legally. Wow. Uh, you know, so I, I you know, I, I came from that childhood where, you know, by any means necessary, get it. But this time it was more of trying to realize, am I, can I be a man? Right. Because I was in the military. I was a babysit man. Which means like I didn't have to worry about housing, lights, bills, boom, boom, because it came out my check, whatever was left then, let's go get it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So this time it was like I had to read, I had to learn how to open a bank account. I didn't know how to open a bank account. I did it one time. The army did it for me. It was that. So it was like these points <laughs> I had I didn't have to worry about nothing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Car payments, hey, just check it out the check, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And so um I had to convince myself and prove to myself that I can be a man without, you know, the typical let me go trap and let me go do this. Let me just grind this out. I, I can't, I can't have 10 years of pride and dignity of doing something. Right. Right. And then, um, go back to being a statistic. I just didn't, I just, just kind of fit well with me. And, um, so I just grinded out, man. So people see me, they never knew, you know, as so I stayed fly cause Ross, thank God the Ross. So when I, when I get my first million, I'm buying me a Ross fan, a franchise, you know, I was simple with it. Bow tie suspenders, slacks and whatever color shirt to match. And it became a trend out here as well. But you know, at the end of the night, the whole time you was cameras seen. had to go back to that bridge. You feel me? Had wow, to that's had to crazy. Go to that bridge. Wow. And so I got a job. This how this how I ended up getting an apartment. So I'm working this job, Rhino Trades. Shouts out to Rhino Trades. You know what I'm saying? Um, so probably like after months, five or six, he was like, uh, Cedric, let me talk to you. You haven't put your address here. And I was like, well. I don't have an address. So that's why I'm always in the parking lot when y'all get here and whatever, whatever. And so he was like, oh man, he was a retired first sergeant. He was like, what the f-? Yeah. So he's like, go find an apartment, bring the cost or what, whatever, whatever it is. 
bring everything to me and then we're gonna put you in an apartment and that was like 2017 and so from then once I got my apartment and then another OG by the name of Brand Williams shout out to Brand Williams his team was wearing bow ties you know what I'm saying or whatever right so I decided to do it one day when I got hosting it and then just to make myself stand out so Brand took me down he walked me he like yo so you ain't getting no benefits right so it's a picture of me in Las Vegas. I'm on this big stage and I'm in Las Vegas. I mean, they paid for my trip in Las Vegas. Guess where I went after Las Vegas? I got out the plane, got in my truck, slept at the bridge at the end of the night. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. That's crazy. So, Brand was like, now, nah. trust me. He said, his exact words was, um, I'm going to pick you up and I'm going to take you down there and watch you feel this paperwork out. And once you start getting that money in, you can focus on street legend for a time right now you just trying to you surviving even though your daughter's taking care of it, yes that's fine and dandy you know what i'm saying but you surviving so once he took me down there probably like a year later it's like 2018 so at the end of 2019 it was like hey you got approved for this and i was like this ain't enough to sustain you like you whatever whatever right. and i'm like yo you know been shot, been survived helicopter crashes, and I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Then I, another guy, I met some more people. Will Flux played a role into he. They, all these people saw my grind for me. And this homeless shit is not an act. They saw this this stuff. Right. Will Flux, he put his dreams on a back burner as an author and clothing line and different stuff to make sure I was good because he saw the way I was going. And then you know, then his friend, um, ex, um. Xavier Sanders in Maryland, this guy in Maryland. Then he hooked me up with a guy in Wisconsin. He was like, I'm gonna be your applicant for the VA. I got my 100%, boom, here we go. And, th- and this all, um, that, that was just at the end. This is, and I just got that, it, like at the end of 2020. Wow. 2020 to the beginning of 2021. So once it hit and it hit properly, you know what I'm saying? That money, I'm a bare minimum guy. So I can take bare minimum and make major things out of. So like I said, it was eighteen thousand for a car in Germany, brand new. Another twenty thousand for the tax. So it kind of make you want to be smart with your economics. So during this whole time, I was just trying to see whether whatever. So I know it take thirty six dollars a day to keep the studio open, whatever, whatever. Boom, you know what I'm saying. So let me cover, you know, thirty days, whatever. This month, boom, boom, boom. So that's how I end up getting smarter and getting more into that. And keep in mind, and we ain't talking about like the music aspect, right? We just talking about how I got to where I'm going. Right. Religions are always there, but these trenches and building these bricks into the house you see. And that's the thing, right? And so once that happened, it was able to, it was easier to hit the ground even harder now. You know what I'm saying? So once I got here, it was like, all right, I'm here. Or you feel me? That's what's up, man. That's your testimony, <laughs> bro. For real. Yeah, it's crazy. That's a, so. It's a long way. So speaking of you said something about streams. You got a yeah, plaque yeah. behind you, man. What's 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 the the plaque? So the the plaque is one of my my the one of my artists on the on the label. You know what I'm saying? This is the first plaque I got as an executive producer, and this artist going platinum with uh, and doing a million plus streams on Spotify. That's they dope. Sent it to the RIAA, it was like boom, y'all, congratulations. This is what it is. So you know all that work and knowing the system and algorithm and stuff played off. You know what I'm saying? That's what's and, up, bro. Thank you. Appreciate sure. it. So, so you do artist development as well? Yes, yeah, so we build an okay. artist from the ground up. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we ain't trying to get no artists that that think they got it together. So, like, with uh, Devin James, you know, it's talent. But just because you can sing doesn't make you an artist. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why we got the Rucker Park players, and that's why we got the NBA players. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if you notice basketball players, they usually get taken away from the private, the, the public schools, and they go to majority of all white private school with a development program and different camps and stuff that's already you know signed in you know your Kevin Durant's and different mm-hmm. things y'all see Kevin Durant from Texas yeah super signing but y'all don't know the high schools the AAU they got to get on a certain AAUs mm-hmm. for developments and stuff of that nature so it's the same thing here with street religion we break it down to the point where we start you can't do nothing without a pro you can release your music online without BMI ASCAP but you leave your money on the table Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're leaving your sync license money on the table. You're leaving your performance rights, your mechanical royalties, your songwriter credits, your production, composing, arranging, all that d- different money that you leave. We're only talking about royalties. We're not even talking about those publication checks for mm-hmm. songwriters, producers, and things of that nature. And you really don't need a middleman for none of that. Mm-hmm. And how, you know, how if you do get a record label, you probably want to take the minimum of the money and maximize the payback so you can get your, your masters faster and these different things you know you don't probably don't want to take a 10 million dollar check and have to be in debt for 10 million if your album do whatever whatever you know what i'm saying so, <laughs> yeah, facts like, like let me get a, let me get let me get two hundred thousand. you know what <laughs> i'm saying I, you know i already know that if i can take ten thousand or twelve thousand dollars and do a million a billion streams and i make forty thousand dollars back now i only owe you two hundred thousand and I repeat that over and over again. I have my master's less than a year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. just up on one site. You feel me? We ain't even talking about the other sites that you, you're going to push up your titles and stuff of that nature that doubles that. So if you get 40000 you probably get one hundred and twenty or 200000 off a title. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Word. So, so it's just like, nah, here's your money back, Rec Label. Give me my master's. And now, <laughs> let, me go, now, let, now let me turn up with my stuff. You know what I'm saying? Dropping some, dropping some jewels. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm saying for people for sure. So, um, talk about your inspiration, bro. Um, behind, you know, your company, Street Legend, and your goals when it comes to, because a lot of people don't know you. You do a lot in your community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Speak about your, you know, your goals that you, um, your goals for your community and as well as your business. Well, my goal for the community is to have more podcasts and studios around around the community that you don't have to. That's in the community centers, like the um. Um, I think I said Jordan Clark, Jordan Black, uh, Jordan Claude, Claude Jordan Center, the Barbara Jordan Center. You know, these are black lawyers and black politicians that get on, that don't, that, that don't get looked at in the community. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't even see it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I had the privileges of working in the schools with the music program, teaching beats, teaching artists, and, and mainly teaching. You can't underestimate a kid, man. You got sixth graders that can manage our artists. Yeah. Your pros are good. <laughs> Where's your royalties coming from? Who wrote this? They can do split sheets and different things of that nature. So I wanted my overall goal of the company. Like I said, the movement is deeper than the music. Mm. You got to, you know what I'm saying? If the movement tough, they're going to rock with your mood. They're going to rock with your music. You know what I'm saying? And I realize it don't, it don't, it matters with your music, but I'm not a Waka Flocka flying, Waka Flocka flames for his music. Some of his, I'm like, overall, there's a couple songs I like, but it was his interviews and the things he doing in the community that won me over. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You hear, oh, let's do it. Then you hear his interviews, just like, wow. Mm-hmm. And then he back up the action and it made me support him. You know what I'm saying? So 
you know um so that's my thing i want everything i want everything in this future that i didn't have in my past we didn't have community centers that with with studios and podcasts and people that wanted to take that time out and produce an ep or teach us how to do or whatever so my overall goal like i said street religion you know um you know is religion and streets put together i'm from a city where for every church there's a liquor store mm. where yeah. the preacher and the pimps and the same the same kitchen I saw you praying in with the same kitchen they were whipping in. So I didn't see both of both best of both world, worst of both worlds. So, and so there's a gap between the church and the streets. That's why we ain't saving nobody. You gotta go out. You can't be a fisher, a man in your house. You gotta Facts. go out. That's a fact. You gotta go out. You feel what I'm saying? So street religions just stand for us preaching to the block and reaching the block. And you know what I'm saying? Without compromising who we are. So that's what we, in, and unlike a lot of the churches, unlike a lot of churches, you know, our drug prevention programs, we preach drug prevention, but the prevention is in place. Mm. Statistically showing, not just with athletes, if a kid is involved in something, they have a product of their own, they will less likely get in trouble. So I may not look like your college degree or look like your worship leader or whatever, but I have the prevention in play. I get them off the street, you'll save their soul. So that's what street religion is about at the end of the day, whether they cussing or whatever, expressing themselves, I'd rather hear your pain and your agony, which however you deliver than put a put pull a pistol in your mouth and blowing your brains out or be in a cemetery or somebody jail and they're getting twenty thousand dollars off you for every bunk. You know what I'm saying? So hey. fighting for. Damn, bro, that's deep for sure. Yeah. Um I wanted to kind of get your uh your thoughts on man, the violence that's really been going on. You know, it's violence every day, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? In, in Texas, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's been violence against like hip hop artists a lot. Um, mainly, you know what I mean? More recently, um, Mo3 and yeah. Obi, Obi Noir. Um, yeah. you know, talk about, you know, the struggle of being a young black man, just trying to make it, you know what I mean? In Texas and all of the things that, that come with that. So, I mean, as far as just rappers in general, it's a well-documented meeting where a group of people are saying they are gonna target the urban community by glorifying violence and things of that nature. It's a meeting, you know what I'm saying? Now imagine those same black men, we start talking about putting Jews in the Holocaust and gassing them up. You see what I'm saying? And so now keep in mind in the last 15, 20 years, three, let's say three decades, Hip hop only became a problem because 75% of hip hop started affecting white urban communities. Mm. So when it was internal in our own community, it wasn't a problem. You feel what I'm saying? The Ronald Reagan era came back around where, you know, they wanted to start a war with the Q the Columbia people over there. So what they're gonna do, they're gonna take Columbia drug the, the FECIA. And I'm gonna tie this all in. The CIA gonna take buy drugs, flood the black community put a black face on it so they can be like war on, you know, drugs and attack the war for Colombia. Cause we all know Republicans make their money off war mm-hmm. in prisons. So the black face is that. So if you pumping that different things of that nature and you, and you divide and conquer, right? So when it comes to black men and black artists, they're going to put the money behind you when you are self-sabotaging. Hip hop is in the state of, genocide self-genocide is we're not careful you know what i'm saying and instead of and a lot of the time they gonna fuel like come on you got people that um living real gang life and you give them money 
you get them millions of dollars, but they still live in that life. Like they true to it. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck how much money you give me. This is what it is. Right. Say what I want to say to the op, whatever, whatever. And at the end of the day, they pimping these young black men and stuff of that nature. And like I said, a lot of this stuff happens all the time with this gang violence. But when you get a machine behind you can maximize it to uh, the, the world mm-hmm. is it's big. And it's just a domino effect. Even if from down to Mo three, God bless the lonely Mo three. For sure. You know I'm God saying? bless. You know, you thinking about little shit. Like Mo three, you know, they that energy that people put off and how the industry gas it up. Mo three record sales that went up by, you know what I'm saying, 200, 300%. Cause you worth more to a record company dead yeah, yeah. when you are that. And he wasn't even controversial, but everybody know he was tied to the streets and stuff of that nature. And we talking about Dallas. Right, this is right. not downplaying Dallas, but I'm going to say this. Dallas is equivalent to New York, which is saying, if you can make it in Dallas, you can you make, can it, make it, anywhere. it anywhere. And we're talking music-wise, because Dallas ain't known for it. Think about it. The, when I was coming up, Big Tuck was one of the biggest rappers out of Jive, on Jive record label at the time. You see what I'm saying? Doing that for a while. And we just talking about a person that was on a label, mainstream, right? And so then you get this new era of stuff, which is gang-driven. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and it, it ain't like it was back in our day where they talk about drugs. They talk about using drugs a lot now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's different. So it ain't a drug push, but a psychological, emotional, depression thing. And so, and and and, and in Mo 3 case, I'm not speaking on because I don't know what happened in there. What I'm saying is like <clears throat> the industry will glorify the instead of his great music. Mm-hmm. They'll glorify the stupidity of, comp- of shots thrown at ops. It's just like a school fight. A girl can probably slap you and you be like, God damn. Nothing else it's the goddamn oh that <laughs> <laughs> sets everything in goddamn play. Norm, you was taught not to hit a woman or whatever. Yes, you know. So it's just that outside energy and stuff of that nature. And a lot of the times the industry make it seem like it's impossible to fucking make it without an industry. You know, in spite of for every one big name artist, there are comfortable independent artists. They may not be famous, but they ain't fucking broke. Right. You see what I'm saying? So and that's what we trying to uh, um, trying to break in the atmosphere of, you know, what I'm saying, let's get rid of that middleman who's feeding the gas for the self-destruct and get this money ourselves. Now, however, there are some people that have real street oppositions that they just happen to blow up. And that shit ain't forgiven. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, or, you know, they want to forgive it. But, you know, it makes for better record sales and shit. You know what I'm saying? So everything ain't hip hop. I'm quite sure Jive 50 meet on spot. Somebody getting hurt. That's a fact. You see what I'm saying? That's not rap. Beef. That shit happened before either one of them got signed. Like, you stabbed me up. Mm-hmm. And we just both happened to get a record deal. And the only thing that's saving great for both, they got a lot to lose. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But, you know, we ain't got no OGs sending a lot of these people down. Like, look, or it's too late when they do. The OG co-signing the dumb shit. And like, yo, y'all got to start co-signing that dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? And, Word. and that's just my take. Some people may disagree with me, but we hip-hop is our shit. That's our shit. You see what I'm saying? It was our shit forever. Everybody loves black culture as long as it ain't coming from black culture. Mm. So... That's how I feel That's about a bar it. right there. 
That's a bar. <laughs> you, yo, you wild. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bar right there. Let's talk about influence a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, influence is big in today's culture. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but I, I kept hearing about this video. You know what I'm saying? This little Nas X video, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I went and looked at it, bro, and it was super disturbing, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, just to, you know, to say the least, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, yeah. Lil Nas X, you know what I'm saying? Of course he came out that he, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, he came out to the the people and let everybody know, you know, what he represented and things of that nature. And everybody supported him, you know what I'm saying? He did the Old Town Road, Kids, you know what I'm saying? Listen to that song. But now he comes out with this one. Now you already got the kids are already tuned in. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That was the whole plan from the jump. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I right, that was the whole plan from the jump. When it comes to Lil Nas X, I stood by Lil Nas X for for one thing in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? They didn't want you on the country Billboard charts. You outsold mm -hmm. everybody and they yeah. took your name down. Yeah, I felt like Post Malone should be on our R&B and hip hop um, post in. And that's what Kanye West was fussing about with Taylor Swift. Although he did it wrong, but that's what he was. He like at that time Taylor Swift was a country singer. Right. Like the fuck you win pop song of the year? That's not your genre. It is in. It's in, it's in BDS, it's in media base, sound scan, Nielsen, all these big charts and stuff. You got to register. It's on sound exchange. You are a country artist. What if Jay-Z would have went to the Country Music Award and won album of the year with the black album? The white folks would have told some shit up. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So to bring it back around with Lil Nas X, they didn't even start giving him the country credit until Billy Ray Cyrus got on there and was like, yo, fuck that dumb shit. Yeah. This is what it is. And credit, he did bring a new trap sound to to country music okay that was different he defined that but the whole purpose is think about it america stands behind a city in texas that refused to let a straight a student or a1 athlete walk across the stage with dreads in his hair yeah you feel me but they will accept a black man being demasculated in front of the public with open arms and will fight you against it if you were a black man you got a you got you got a white um professor that is preaching toxic masculinity so i'm toxic for wanting like for liking women and doing this and disagreeing with that type of lifestyle I, it's just not for me right i'm not saying i'm gonna put you in heaven or hell i'm not saying you're going to heaven or hell just for me and mine we ain't rocking like that yeah we ain't with it and so if if i had a son and later on in life he decided to rock that way. I'm not going to disown him, but I mean, you got to bring your own cups to drink out my house. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Besides everything else, I ain't going to look at you no different. You should be what it is. But you're not going to tell me me being a man and standing on man principles and morals that I'm toxic. Right. So once again, if they can use, like Tupac wasn't a problem on Apocalypse Now because he was killing everything. He wasn't a problem on Me Against the World because he was killing everything. Not Me Against the World, but... um. Uh, what, what album I forgot? Me against the world when they wanted to take me against the world off the off the mm -hmm. shelf, because now you are affecting the white kids. You talking mm -hmm. about political shit and different things of that nature. Educate. So so now they they forcing homosexuality on us in every shape, form, or fashion. And my homo bashing? No, no, I'm not. I'm just saying I disagree with a lot of that shit because one, if I can't force me being a man that love women and doing this in a positive way, I don't think you should force feed me. 
Yeah, you know they force so feed the, chi- the the children, bro. Like kids don't, their mind aren't even doing they're, they're not even up there like that. Uh, so when Lil Nas X did this old time role and he was a perfect example. And I know everybody be like, well, you know, Flip Wilson dressed like a woman. I don't give a, I don't care. Yeah. I just disagree with that. I don't even watch comedians. They got to dress up as a woman to get laughed. You know what I'm saying? Because you ain't dressing up as, it's a chain effect. Yeah. So not get to that in a minute, but for Lil Nas X, that's the whole point. You know, to get it, make it innocence. Yeah, we stand behind you. Now the kids doing kid bops and all in school. And then you turn around and do this. You want to, you bring the attention to, all he did was bring the attention back to the aura of confusion. Mm. And, but we are too blind to acknowledge that and call it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Like my, you know what I'm saying? I had a guy who wanted to do, he he rents from here. Come and do his podcast here. And he had a, 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 a Satan worshiper uh, however that lifestyle and he wanted to do an interview here and i told him look here's your money back because i ain't built my platform to give satan no type of credit or i stand on something yeah you know what i'm saying i don't care well, just say you didn't say satan just say evil the bottom line is i didn't build i wasn't homeless for two and a half years to get here to get build a, a platform for satan no shape form or fashion yeah evil wrongdoing bad whatever you want to think about it it's not you know what I'm saying? I'm, I I just ain't do that. Yeah. So no, I'm gonna decline that. So even with the little Nas X thing, it's one is an exploit to our community again to show demasculation, demasculation of our emotions and spirituality and our um psychological mental health. At the I end agree. of the day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I agree. No man or woman want to be at war with their kids and think it's okay to chop it up. And they did. They I give you an example. This how I'm gonna sum it up. How long did the show Lucifer last when the white guy was Lucifer trying to be the good guy? Bro, I'm gonna keep it real. When I seen like, cause you know that was on Netflix for a little bit too. I never watched yeah. that. I never watched that joint. Okay, just look at the episode. I guarantee that show Lucifer with a white face on it wasn't as impactful as Lil Nas X blackface twerking on a devil. Yeah. And I give another example. What if a, a big white girl was precious? That shit would not sold. So once again, the black culture influenced different things. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like a show Lucifer backed by millions of dollars that's on a Netflix deal that had a show that that's get residuals from um, syndication is not as influenced or impactful as a Lil Nas X with a black face doing this and sponsored by Nike. I mean, like, come on, bro. Like a drop of blood in every shoe. Bro, the that's, That's all witchcraft, you know. I don't, I don't want to say it like that witchcraft and, and people like oh people because it was a religion before Christianity came yeah. out, so whatever it may be called. So let me just say this, but this is like this: God always asks for whether it's Muhammad, I mean, whether it's Allah or was it Christianity or whatever, right? They got something in common, evil, mm-hmm. right? So every religion has some truth, yep. but I know this about God's that in these different things, you offer yourself up a living sacrifice, a living vessel. Why? Because living vessel produces. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to offer up a dead sacrifice? Right. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, it don't matter until it comes to black culture because we are the most influential culture around the world. Like I said, Lucifer was out way before Lil Nas even got the X. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. funny because the little nods and the X at the end because the X stands for was not unknown. This boy is still trying to find himself. Mm. Just like our Malcolm X. He yeah. got the X at it because he was still trying to find his place. 
Right. And when he found his place, he got killed. So as long as he was unknown, and he got killed by who? You know, well, that's another. Yeah. Yeah, but what I'm saying, but once you find yourself, mm-hmm. and that X become who you are, and you can you can take that X out of there and put Malcolm influencer, Malcolm whatever, you become a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, one so thing I, X is still trying to find itself in this music industry, man. Yeah, that's a fact, bro. You just you you hit on some some key things there. One thing, man, that I I realized too, man, we self sabotage, bro. Bro, quick as a as a black as a black mm. community, bro. We self sabotage like with you know what I'm saying fast. I mean, um, I sit back and I think about you know all the stuff that go on today, and we don't really have black leaders like we used to. You know what I'm saying? Because you know all of our black leaders that we did have, bro, like we killed them. Mm. Feel me? We were we allowed somebody to get in our ear and say, you know what I mean? This person is too big. Let me pay you this amount of money. Won't you? Won't you set him up for me? Won't you, bro? It's been going all on. People laugh at the Shaka Zulu tribe thing, but the reality of Shaka Zulu, this man, that's why when you when you talk about Wakanda and stuff like nature, it's based off of certain things. The Shaka Zulu tribe was the most advanced war army and tech army in African history. Facts. The Germans or the British or the colonizer could not get to their army. So what they do, they got his nephew, his half brother to kill him. Yeah. Gave his brother the throne. They watch for 10 years how you make your product, how you effectively use your product, and they took over after 10 years. Fact. The Black Panther Party. You know what I'm saying? Infiltrated with drugs and started with the drug dealers and stuff of that nature. He don't got to talk to you like that. Kill him next time he walk on you. Yeah, Why yeah. the police write fake letters? They couldn't do it on their own. So if you look at the history of us falling as black people, we've been cast up. I said in the beginning, a lot of the time this shit is self-genocide. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so even when I was leader, they didn't give they didn't give a fuck about Martin Luther King. If you go to Atlanta right now, they got Gundy statue on, on this shit and not Martin Luther King. And we all know Gundy was a known racist. He let it be known that he didn't like black people. Yeah, but this yeah. is where you get your philosophy from. And even later on in that, you was in love with Betty Monson still. You just settled for the beautiful Miss Scott. Because mm-hmm. you wanted to break tradition to bring a white woman home to a Baptist church. And I'm not knocking you fall in love who you fall in love with. But it goes to show when you got shot, the first thing they did was cleared your pockets out the <clears throat> cigarettes because they didn't want them people to know that you smoked cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And then they administered aid to you. And then by the time they administered aid, the lady who saw it had a heart attack. And then they suffocated this man in the hospital. So even in your midst you getting shot, there was more and more about your markable image mm-hmm. than your health. They took the cigarettes and packages out your pocket. That's why you was on the balcony anyway. You see That's what a, I'm saying? Yeah, we're going to we're gonna have to really <laughs> tap into this on a, on a, because I, you know, we can have but, a really good dis- discussion about that for sure. But, but, um, I, for sure. But I should only say to say all that is the fact that you're right. We get we self sabotage, and so that's why myself. Everybody asks me, Cedric, why you give so much? Even in my giving, I know it may be people that don't like me. That's fine. But however, I manifest in silence. You have to be a jungle snake to look down to see what I'm doing. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So I manifest in silence. Y'all, y'all stupid. <laughs> I manifest in silence to feel. Because when you bragging on what you got. That you 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 give room for the opposition and not just people to get in your way. So you manifest it, and I'm comfortable in the trenches. But people don't like getting dirty. Mm-hmm. That's why when I used to be in church, Bars. I used, I used, <laughs> even when I was in church, 
I was comfortable in the street ministry because there ain't nobody in the church trying to tell me what to do. And then they wonder why I advance farther than they do. You know what I'm saying? So I'm comfortable being in the, the underdog and being in the lowest because I've always been here. I've always been here. Word. You know what I'm saying? So it's nothing. Word. That's what it do. <laughs> Bars. You dropping some. <laughs> dropping some. We we got we got real serious. Like you know, <laughs> you know, passion. You know, what I'm saying yeah, yeah. passion. Um. So let's pull it back. Yeah, yeah. Let's pull it back a little bit. Let's pull it back and get to let me vent. Let right. me vent. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um. What was your inspiration behind? You know, I'm calling your project. Let me vent. Um. Suffering with mental with mental health issues, man. Um, I came from a world where I was I was the emotional paralegic. You know, I was in the military for ten years. So when people die, I'm like, get over it. It happens. I'm not a shoulder you can cry on, whatever, whatever. And then like being here, you know, in the mix of trying to survive here in San Antonio for like the last my last project was 2015. Reason to live, and even reason to live came about because I almost committed suicide. And I got a phone call from my daughter's mom saying, come and watch your daughter. And that stopped me from pulling the trigger then. Mm-hmm. Reason to live, that's where that came from. Mm-hmm. And after reason to live, I was just quiet for five years building, wow. you know? And um, I, mean, I just got tired of being crucified. And I get no matter how much right you do, you still wrong. No matter how much you bless people, you mm-hmm. still in sin. No matter how much you build, it's always a crane coming, knocking it down. And I just sit and take it. Even people that I feel just like, you know, you can go out there and 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 um say whatever about me, but I will never take food out your house. Mm. I see you, I see you being ambassadors and different things and being on connections that I didn't make for you. But I'm not, I ain't no hole in my blood. So I'm not gonna be like, I don't rock with this dude or that woman or whatever. You're like, let them have it. You know what I'm saying? Trust me, I'm in the trenches. I know how to build. I'm a carpenter, you know, when it comes to shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So fine. And so one day I just had a like. Uh, I was on the verge. I, I was in. I was in. A, I walked in my studio and I wasn't even happy, not even joyful, and I just mm. had like tears in my eyes. And I'm just like, "What the fuck is going on?" And I don't like dealing with a lot of therapists because a lot of you know, no disrespect, but a lot of white therapists and Latino therapists they don't want to understand a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? That was hard to really get to. Mm-hmm. So I just went back to what I knew best. And I'm like, I'm not trying to make no radio hits. I just need to get this off of me. Whatever mm. comes, whatever comes, however it comes, it comes. And and I'm going to just tackle it as it comes. And I probably did let me vent within a week. I, and with probably less than that. It was just so much. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I blocked myself in the studio and, you know, and whatever came out, came out. That's how I was feeling. You know what I'm saying? And I address everything from being homeless to friends that brag about how much they help you just to make themselves feel good. And, you know, um, the lack of, you know, acknowledgement for, you know, giving platforms and you see your blueprint all over the city. You know what I'm saying? And just I just I just I even address love, but not in the love song way. You know what I'm saying? Stop comparing me to your past. You know, mm-hmm. if you still make you feel that way, then you belong to that nigga. You right. ain't mine. Yeah, I'm just a rebound. You ain't even that all that athletic for me be doing that. Now, did it per did did it purposely? Because after me listening to it, you already know. You know what I'm saying? I don't listen to it. We talked about this. Like, yeah. um, it gave me that Tupac feel. Is that on purpose? Or you know um, what I'm saying? Man, honestly, Tupac is my favorite rapper, right? Two of all time. It's Tupac. Well, Tupac and Andre 3000. 
regardless of how you put them in, whatever order, they're my top two of all times. You know what I'm saying? And then Sam Cooke, my favorite artist. So those three, you can put them in any order. You know, Soulful MC, whatever. Um, Tupac heavily. Um, I listened to Tupac since I was a kid. Like I said, I'm, I mean, Tupac is the only one I know that got Ice T and Ice Cube on the same track. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So, um, a lot of people say it was heavy. It's, it gave you a very Tupac feel. You know what I'm saying? I guess that's just how my pain came out, and you, you felt that through my influence, uh, his influence on me listening to his music growing up. He, Tupac made it okay for me to be uh, hypocritical. Mm-hmm. I'm human. Right. So it helped me be vulnerable in that. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people say I got a lot of is is a Tupac. I get I get the Tupac Nipsey hustle feel from yeah. a lot of people. So word. You know. Let me ask you this: Is there a song that you were writing? I know you. You know what I'm saying? You were speaking from experience with the whole album, but is there a song that you were writing that you were just like, when you hear it back, you know what I'm saying? You you really feel it just make you feel a certain kind of way, like. Any song that you were working on that it was it just it just hit different for you. Uh, um, review and fake is the new real. Those two, those two, and you know what's funny? Yeah, <laughs> I could feel like when you rapping those, bro, it's different. It, it, it hit different for me. That's crazy that you said <laughs> those two because um, like you talk about friends and yeah. stuff like that, and like yeah. Yeah, yeah gonna be playing on those for sure. And then I got a song where it come on. Um, I, I can't remember and I know the title, but it is it, like, let's address the fact you hate the fact that I'm like being black and I stand by that fact. They say the truth of controversy is only controversial when it comes to the truth or something. Boom, boom. Oh, like you say you do, you don't rep the team. Oh, you like the not the way you say you do, not the way you say you do, you don't rep the squad. And then that it was like a lot of time you ain't loyal to the team, you loyal to the platform. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So those type of songs, like I still see it. So those different songs they they hear and I listen back to. And of course, that the, the very song it gets random thoughts. Random thoughts is one of the songs that um that I play back because that's what it called. It was random thought. If you like listen to the song, it's like voices and different thoughts that bounce around in your head. You know, so I'm suicidal, but I I'm suicidal, but I can't miss your recital. That selfish. Even though you don't got my last name, you still my daughter. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I got one. I'm thinking about people. In, even in my teams, I, say, I say certain things. You sang the gospel, but you take me for granted. And so in my intelligence. So you think your anointing is more than my intelligence because you're a gospel saint. You know, so in the song is really just called Random Thoughts. And I say, hit the hookah, let the smoke blow. Because I'm just sitting there thinking. It ain't, you know, it's just random thoughts. You know, if, if, my, if my thoughts could talk, that's what they'll sound like in my head. So that those four is probably the, um, the, the way I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? Word. Word. <laughs> um, <laughs> man, one, one thing I think about too, bro, like is um, like I'm, me seeing you have a team is is dope to me. You know me, yeah. like, I you know I tell you all the time, like, bro, it's just me. I mean, I got yeah. friends, I got friends, but you know what I'm saying, like I, I can't I can't do what I'm doing right now with you, and then a, a nigga see what I'm doing and he just posted. Now I got, I got a few people that just do that just off the strength because they they mess yeah. But like my close friends, I gotta, I gotta, you know, ask. Yeah, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, to you know, to me, you know, so when it comes to that, like I always realize that I, you know, I'm a different dude, man. You know, it's yeah. all right me being by myself. You know what I'm saying? I was supposed to have a co-host doing this. It's okay yeah. that I'm doing it by myself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, 
operate on a different level anyway. Mm. Me being a Virgo, I'm a I'm just a different dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, and really, not only believe in zodiac signs. Cause the same people that said they don't believe in the Bible be the one to say they believe in zodiac signs. I'm like, you know, the same people wrote that shit, right? Yeah, same people, yeah. Facts. But I get what you're But which man, this is where this is my advice to you, and this is what I had to go through before I had a team. I always smell like smoke because I'm a trailblazer. So I'm gonna get the crucifixion and everything. Bar. Oh, dude, no, there you go. Let me live. Let me. <laughs> Yo, when you're a trailblazer, you're gonna be alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when you're alone, you got room to make mistakes. So I just fell down. You know, you can't hear the echo in the forest. How many trees fall? Exactly. So what you <laughs> you feel me? So by the time they see the finished product, you know what I'm saying? You able, you can, you can, you can confirm, you know what I'm saying? Confirm or deny, whatever. For the team, the team believe in the product because I believe in the product. And the product is me. And so y'all only team members for now, but each one of y'all a product. I believe in y'all product as more than y'all do. So when I'm on your ass barking at you, because once again, you lack value in your product. So when they see that you love them and their product as much as you love your own product, the team, you know what I'm saying? It, it just organically happened. And my team are a lot older than I am. It's maybe like three of us, four of us in our thirties. Everybody was like 50, 40, because of the fact that I want people to be able to check me when I'm out of pocket. Word, like, word. yo, you know what I'm saying? That thing, like your team, you, you lack it. And so if you can't hold each other accountable and call a spade a spade, then you're not a team. You ain't loyal to the team. You're loyal to the platform. You know what I'm saying? And right now I, I can honestly call myself a boss because everybody has their own thing and they're their own boss from printing companies to books, to modeling, to this, to that. You know what I'm saying? Chef, chef cooking and management, everybody in their own lane. And we, and when they come together, you know, one thing I learned from the Power Rangers growing up was ain't no fucking fair fight. You getting jumped. We <laughs> all got power. That's so, a fact. You. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so everybody, when we come together, you get a place like Vibe. Everybody in full swing in their own lane, doing their own thing. And then we make sure that we add something new to the toolbox as a whole. Because we don't, the sun is big enough for us to shine. Bro, look at them fucking stars in space. Yeah. Them niggas shining in their own spot. And they look cluttered. Until you get up down, they're like, damn, that shit is like three worlds away. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you, it, that shit be smoking mirrors, man. So you got to believe in your team as well, your team and believe in you. And you got to push your team. You got to put them on the level you at in their own lane. Because we can all read a book and get different interpretation, but the goal is to be successful in our own right. Word. And with that being said, you know what I'm saying? I just want to thank you, bro, for we yeah, had a yeah. great, great podcast, man. Great conversation. Um, anything that you want to promote, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, the new EP, Motivate Yourself, will be dropping soon. Um, probably another two or three weeks. Um, y'all just check it out. Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday, we had a black table. Um, is a bunch of black men. I want I, I wish she was down here so you can actually sit in on. One of those, and we'll, we'll tackle mental health and different things of that nature. Mental health is serious. Y'all make sure you take care of your mental health. Get toxic people away from you. You know what I'm saying? Be your own cheerleader. Build your, build your own accreditation. You don't need a cosign. You believe in yourself. Love yourself. Sometimes it's not going to be cool to be you, but you stay true to you. You know what I'm saying? So Street Legend Nation on Facebook, Legacy underscore City underscore zero three on Instagram. 
Street Legend LLC, Street Legend Nation Radio. What is it's a lot um, on Instagram. <laughs> Street Legend Nation Radio at gmail.com. All independent artists, please sing your music to our radio station. We pay you for your plays. You don't got to pay us to get played. You know what I'm saying? So um, MP3, clean version. I know I don't have a satellite radio yet. I'm under the FCC. They'll hit me with a big ass fine if y'all cussing y'all music. So um, I'm gonna t- t- I'll just talk about that real quick. I know yeah. we ain't really get into it. So Street Legend Nation Radio is the only radio station where independent artists can send their music and have their metadata match. And if the person like your music, they can buy your music from Street Legend Nation Radio and you get paid for that. That's called performance mechanical royalties. So we set that up for the independent artists. You know, as a Lido, you know, you know, yeah, what I'm saying? Um, you, yeah, you I already know. We just talked about your, your your song just a minute ago before the, before the thing came on. So, Street Legend Nation Radio, if you got um, music videos, sing your music videos. We do a top 10 countdown. Every Wednesday, we advise, we do a video, we show videos in the mix of the commercial, four hour commercials, just to get an independent grind, because I believe in the independent grind as a whole. You know what I'm saying? Last but not least, purposely walking your purpose on purpose. That's for your success. It's not an accident. You heard me? No <laughs> doubt. And with that being said, keep winning in silence. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Listen, yeah. this is, I appreciate you coming on, bro. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you, fam. For sure. Um, you know, we're going we gonna to chop it up again because so, we got a lot more to talk about. You did? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For sure. Hey, look, this is Happy Hour with Lito. It's my guy, my brother, Legacy City, and we out. You're, you know who this man, the Kid Cortez. Make sure you tap in with that Resolutions album. And at the same time, make sure you lock in with my guy, Happy Hour with Lito. The illest podcast out right now, you heard? A lot of people got a lot of things to say. If your thoughts and your feelings, how do you don't know me? Respect my mind, I respect my nine. Either way, bad boy, I'ma shine. I put the ego to your chest and let your soul scream dipset. Street legend in the building, watch them dip set. Skinny dipping in the money pocket, stay wet. A bank account stimulated, I am the try to get up, get out, and motivate yourself. Put your mind on your grind, my dude, it's time to shine. It's hustle over muscle, mind over matter. Death to your foes in the end of y'all scatter. Get up, get out, and motivate yourself. Put your mind on your grind, my dude, it's time to shine. It's hustle over muscle, mind over matter. Death to your foes in the end of y'all scatter. Put your fists in the air, let them know. You don't care, my heart won't stop until they know we in here, what up? You wear your cross on your necklace, ah Carry mines on my shoulder like I'm necklace Back and forth like a gang with Serena Now we rockin' arenas They regret turning their nose up like they never seen us You know we marching and charging, stepping with weapon Whenever my team rappin' That's motivation, we give it standing ovation We changing this generation, affecting the whole nation You gotta get up, get out and motivate yourself Put your mind on your grind, my dude, it's time to shine It's hustle over muscle, mind over matter Death to your foes in the end of y'all scatter Get up, get out and motivate Yourself. Put your mind on your grind, my dude, it's time to shine It's hustle over muffin, mind over matter Death to your foes in the end of y'all scatter Put your fists in the air, let them know you don't care My heart won't stop until they know we in here I sit back and mount plaques, we did it Independently black, without a celebrity gracing the track My credit is solidified, my work ethic I don't need a cosign for that
get these tracks, I'm back. Watch how I double the stack. We find your quarterback and double the sack. Slipping the rack. As a matter of fact, I found multiple ways to skin a cat. The black print in the physical form. Imagine that. Sit, you gotta get up, get out, and motivate yourself. Put your mind on your grind, my dude. It's time to shine. It's hustle over muscle, mind over matter. Death to your foes in the end, and y'all scatter. Get up, get out, and motivate yourself. Put your mind on your grind, my dude. It's time to shine. It's hustle over muscle, mind over matter. Death to your foes in the end, and y'all scatter. Put your fists in the air, let them know you a care. My heart won't stop until they know we in here. What up?